Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and once again, welcome back to Kitty Picker. I'm your host, John Murray, and, um, well, I guess you could say it's about 12, 12 the next morning. So, again, like I said before, and I've always stated, I do the best I can to get out the, uh, the information as best as, I, best as I can to you. Um, and I guess if you had a chance to look at the NFL Combine, uh, that's going on right now, uh, you got all the... You got, you know, the owners, the general managers, head coaches, maybe some coordinators are there. They're certainly getting a chance to, um, to uh, you know, look at the, uh, I think today, what was the defensive tackles and linebackers, I believe they did some drills. Uh, there was one gentleman from the University of Pittsburgh that actually had a very, a very fast time for a defensive tackle. And, and I think they call him the second coming of what Aaron Donald, which I might, I mean, if you listen to the experts, they feel this gentleman, maybe the second comp, Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald, of course, we all know from the, uh, he's from the Los Angeles Rams. And again, a, a pro bowler, Super Bowl champion, and of course, possible future, more likely a future Hall of Fame. Uh, but again, certainly lots, lots going on at the uh, combine. Of course, you know, general managers and head football coaches and even owners have to answer a, a tons and tons of questions. Um, whether it's uh you know you know whether it's about player coaching uh how with the new how you feel the new coach is gonna do and there's some old names um uh, Frank Reich you know um Sean Payton's back so I'm sure they've had, they've had to answer questions about what they're gonna do sure I'm sure Frank Reich's going to answer questions about what he would do at the quarterback position and I'm sure Sean Payton's gonna ask a million questions about how he can correct straighten out Russell Wilson basically. So there's a lot going on, and we will we will get a chance to catch up on the uh, on some combine news, and uh, at least in this in this segment we will touch up on one subject that got brought up on the combine. That will be our top top discussion here in a few in a few minutes. Uh, there's a uh, and certainly what I will say is it has to do with the the Green Bay Packers quarterback situation. That is something that we will that we will talk about and jump right into. With our very first subject, I will talk about another combine piece of news, and that's from the Cincinnati Bengals, and a very interesting thing that uh, Dick Tobin, the uh, the well, I'll say general manager because basically he doesn't have the uh, that's not the Cincinnati Bengals title, but he is basically the general manager of the Cincinnati Bengals. We will get a very interesting subject because he talks as he talks about T. Higgins and some other and some other you know other stuff out there as well. Again, for those who join me for the very first time, I want to say thank you for doing so. As I always say, please invite your family, your friends, your loved ones, your neighbors, your fellow co-workers, somebody at your convenience store, a random person on the street, whomever you need to invite, please, by all means, invite them all in and listen you know, listen, listen to the podcast. Um, again, you know, I welcome all 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 people. Man, man, you know, man, woman, or child. Maybe, maybe someone from Mars will listen to it. Nah. Um, but I'll, you know, I certainly listen, I'm certainly looking for all, any, any, all viewers, please, by all means, come on in and listen to the podcast. We're all family and friends here. And for those of you in day one, I want to say thank you for doing so. And again, invite your family, your friends, your loved ones, your neighbors, your dog, your cat, um, your fellow, yeah, fellow co-worker, whoever you need to invite, please, by all means, I want them to come on in. We're here to talk about another football. We're, we're here to have a, have a good time. You know, everybody's got an opinion, right? There's a, um, a million, billion armchair quarterbacks. And again, consider me your armchair quarterback for this, you know, for this 
for this ride. Um, as I've stated before, as I've stated before, it wasn't. It's not going to be too much long. We'll, we'll run into the two hundredth episode here very soon. Now I know before I go any further, um, I know um, I think it's like Apple Podcast or Google Podcast. They have come out, and I believe they've got it as my two hundredth episode. Maybe this is two hundredth episode according to them. Um, I don't really consider it my two hundredth episode. Um, there was an episode at some time ago that I had a glitch in the system, so to speak, and for some reason it broke it down into about four episodes. One episode got broken down to four episodes. So, so technically, this is not the 200 episode that Google Podcast or Apple Podcast or whomever, yeah, whomever it is, put it out there. So, by all means, I will restate this is not this is not the 200 episode as of yet, but we're we're slowly but surely getting there. Um, Again, if you got any questions whatsoever that you want to ask me, it could be something about the combine. It could be, you know, like I said, a head coaching change, offensive, defensive coordinator, um, ownership, you know, ownership of um, ownership issues. Uh, whatever the case is going to be, please, by all means, reach me out on Facebook. And I've always said before, I'll do the best. I will answer any question whatsoever that you want me to answer on this, you know, on this on this podcast, um, like I said, I'll take I'll take a whole a whole entire episode to answer nothing but your questions, and you know I I love love to hear from you whatever you know opinions that you might have, um, if you got opinion on the subject that you might disagree with me on, hey hey you know I'll listen to it I'll listen to your your point of view we all got a point of view that's why I called it this is why America's a great country everybody's got a a point of view, everybody, you know, everybody has a, a different opinion on everything. So, by please, by all means, I'm hoping that you would certainly reach reach out to me, and um, you know, reach out to me, and uh, you know, if you got a question or you got an opinion, I'm all ears. I will certainly listen, 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 listen to you. Um, honestly, dude, you know, I would challenge, uh, I would challenge anybody that is, um. I know, a, I know a fellow podcaster wants to talk football. If we can work it out on a day that I have off or something like that, I don't mind. I don't mind you know, I don't mind having somebody invite me to their podcast and give me. And I can give you my opinion. Again, I'm all ears. I'm all ears. I'm here. You know, here. You know, like I said, I'm here to make new friends. Um, before we go any further, I want to thank um, uh, my, some of my Facebook Facebook followers. Uh, they I've more small business reach out to me. Um, you know, I accept them. They accept me, and hopefully these businesses get a chance to get out here and um, tell their, you know, tell their client clientele to certainly listen to my um, uh, podcast. And again, speaking of podcasts, if you do not listen to me on Anchor, on Spotify, Art Radio, Stitcher, Amazon Music, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, there are some on there. So again, if you don't, do not do not get a chance to listen to me on Anchor, please. I'm on those as well, and please, I don't care. You know where you where you at. I don't care where you at. If you have a day off from work, or you are you on break at work, or you're coming home from work, uh, you're out running errands. Whatever the case might be, please, please, by all means, please listen to the podcast as um, as much as often as you can. Whether it's it's this episode or it's you know or the very first episode, certainly. Hoping, you know, like I said, hoping to keep growing and growing and growing. And uh, certainly, um, here in the last you know, week or so, I mean, I feel like I said, small business reached out to me. They've added me to their page. I've added to my page. So again, I want to thank them for doing so.
Um, I think we've rambled on enough enough enough. Let's let's get back to what we're here to talk about, and that's football. And let's talk about the very first subject. And again, at the combine, it was asked a question. It was already asked a question about is it Aaron Rodgers or will it be Jordan Love as a quarterback? Now we all know Aaron Rodgers is coming away from his retreat. He's coming out of hiding, however you want to say it. And and again. There's been subject, there's been so many rumors. Aaron Rodgers might get traded. Aaron Rodgers may stay with um, Green Bay. Um, again, with Aaron Rodgers coming back, it's, it appears that there could be a small chance that he could stay the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. And again, you hear all the reports that uh, you know Jordan, uh, Jordan Love is going to be the starting quarterback. Aaron Rodgers will be traded. Or Aaron Rodgers stays. Maybe Jordan Love is leaving. Um, again, Aaron Rodgers counts for a lot. A lot of the salary cap. He counts for a very, a very big amount, and then Jordan Love counts about what twenty million. So to me, you're you're pretty much investing what maybe like eighty million in two quarterbacks, and that's going to really you know. But again, Green Bay has gone out, and they have um. They've got Aaron Rodgers to redo his contract. They've got was it Preston Smith to redo his contract. Just a couple of names. Um, there's other guys they may reach out to. Uh, maybe David Bakhtiari might be a guy they might reach out to to kind of do his contract. Again, um, but again, this is this is getting to the point where it's getting. I guess you could say this is getting to be ridiculous to the point as to you know who's going to be the quarterback. We've heard so many reports that that it's yeah that Aaron Rodgers is pretty much going to be gone. He's out of here. You hear the you know the uh, Raiders want him, and again, I've heard rumors and speculation that the Raiders are out of the running. Of Aaron Rodgers, at least that's one story I've heard, one speculation. You've heard the Jets. I'm not really sure the Jets would take Aaron Rodgers. I know Derek Hart might be the leading candidate for that posi- that position. So for the sake of argument, this what? So maybe maybe by a small forfeit or have you want to say it? Maybe Aaron Rodgers does stay with Green Bay for the simple fact is that nobody wants Aaron Rodgers but the Green Bay Packers. Then again, the other possibility that sits out there, and I've always thought this would be the case, that maybe Aaron says, you know what, I've had enough. I'm up out of here. I'm retiring. I'm retiring just like Tom Brady. Again, I've always thought, I've always thought that in the back of my mind that that, that was a um, distinct possibility. But again, the problem is now that Aaron Rodgers, now again, Aaron Rodgers did have conversations with the, with the Green Bay Brass before he went to his, you know, went to his retreat, at some time ago, but of course he has not reached out to them since he's come back from the street. I don't think he's reached out to too many people. Um, I know he did an interview. He did an interview or somebody else's podcast. Not, um, yeah. Yeah, he did. Not Pat McAfee's, but I think he did. He did an interview with somebody else or somebody else's podcast and a bunch of questions were, were asked. But again, with all this going on, the one guy that I'm kind of interested to see what he has to say, his two cents, is Jordan Love. I'm interested to see what his, what his two cents, his two cents, what is his take on this? Now again, Jordan Love has got to be sitting there banging his head against the wall. Like, what do I have to do to be the starting quarterback? What is it going to take for me to, how can I say, what is it going to take for me to convince Raymond Packers that, hey, I'm your quarterback right here. You get rid of Aaron Rodgers because we keep going through this over and over again. The last couple of years, is he coming back? Is he not coming back? And Jordan Love saying, here we go all over again. We're going through the same situation yet again. Again, my personal opinion is the Green Bay Packers need to kind of put their foot down, make a decision here, and make a decision now. 
Well, they don't do it this week. They need to do it maybe at the beginning of next week. They need to make a straight-up decision. They need, to, they need to pull Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love. Go somewhere. I don't know. Have dinner with the two quarterbacks. Lunch. Whatever the case you need to do. You need to sit down. And you need to say, well, Aaron, we're going to keep you around. Jordan, we're going to do the best we can to trade you. Or vice versa. Jordan, you're our quarterback, Aaron. We'll see what we can do for you. Or maybe Aaron makes it easier on everybody. Maybe Aaron comes up and says, you know what, guys? Before you say anything, I'm retiring. Jordan, the team is yours. I'm up out of here. Yeah, you know, and Aaron says, well, maybe I can have a, you know, a press conference the next day, and I'll announce my retirement. I mean, something needs to be done, right? Sooner the better. Because, again, you again, you don't want this to drag on and on and on. Now, Aaron Rodgers did say in an interview that his decisions will come here very soon. He's not going to let it drag on and drag on, which is probably the right thing for Aaron Rodgers to do. He does not need this issue drag on and on. Now, my thing is, if Aaron decides to continue playing, uh, I mean, it, I don't know if it would be that far-fetched that Aaron Rodgers would still be the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. I don't know. It depends. Again, it goes back to the situation. Can you win with Aaron Rodgers? Can you win with Jordan Love? Uh, again, Green Bay Packers, their window of opportunity is really still there. It's, it might be it might be a very small crack, but, but it's there. You think about it. Think about it this way. You've got A.J. Dillon. you got Aaron Jones. So the running game is still there to work with. You've got a couple of good young receivers, Watson and Dobbs, that you continue to build around. But again, again I'm sure, again, Randall Cobb is going to be gone. Alan Lazard, he's probably going to be gone as well. He's not going to be there next year either. Now, to me, I, 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 would, not put, I would not put the Alan Lazard thing out the pasture just yet. I wouldn't do that just yet. To me, I don't have any teams in the NFL are going to jump all with Alan Lazard. To me, I can see Green Bay maybe offering him a two-year deal, maybe a decent amount of money to keep him around. To me, I think I think they could do that. Again, there's a lot of salary cap issues, but to me, Lazard, I can I mean I can see Lazard, Lazard staying around. To me, I can't see yeah, then again, maybe I can't see it. I just don't see somebody going you know, giving Allen a uh, $18, 19 million dollars a year contract or something or something like that. I just don't see nobody doing that. Yeah. Now I know maybe a guy like Jacoby Myers, Jacoby Myers, he might get that that fifteen to maybe eighteen million dollar deal. But to me, with Alan Lazard, I just don't see Alan Lazard being that. I just don't see Alan Lazard being that. That you know that guy that's going to spend a lot of money on. I mean, maybe Green Bay can play the waiting game. Maybe it was Alan comes calling back to him and says, you know what? Here, uh, maybe him and Zayden say, you know what, give us a two year deal, X amount of dollars, we can come back. I mean, I wouldn't rule out the possibility of Alan coming back. I mean, I would not rule it out at all whatsoever. Now, again, I know Robert Tunyon's a free agent, but there's a pretty good possibility that Tunyon's probably going to be back with Green Bay. I don't think Robert's going to have a big, a big market, but I could be wrong. Maybe I am wrong. And again, with the draft, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, quality tight ends, and of course, if you go by the NFL experts, it seems like a lot of NFL experts believe that that is the direction they will go. They will get a tight end, and there's, like I said, a lot of quality tight ends in this year's draft. And a lot of people feel that's the direction they're going to go. A lot of people think that you could have Watson, Dobbs, a young tight end. You know, you still got Dylan, you still got Aaron Jones, and some people say, well, maybe this, uh, you know, this Packer offense 
won't be so bad at all. Again, I can see, you know, I can see that. I can see if you can somehow bring Alan Lazard back. If you, you know, maybe, you know, you still got Watson, you got Dobbs, Pale Lazard, you know, do you do you go ahead and draft another receiver, you know, for down the road? Well, again, you can you can bring Tanyan back for a decent price, draft a draft a tight end. You can have, maybe bring another veteran receiver in, draft you a new tight end. Okay, then yeah, then maybe maybe you got something to work with there. And of course, the offensive line, the offensive line might need a little bit of tweaking. Maybe you can convince David Bakhtiari to stay around, to stay around, you know, and maybe he can, you know, maybe you can say keep him to stay around, you know, make a take tell him to cut pay, keep him around. Now I don't know if that's gonna be the case or not. I mean, I, I, it wouldn't shock me. Bakhtiari did get cut. I mean, David, if he's healthy, is a pretty is a pretty solid football is a pretty solid football player, or does or does Green Bay draft? I mean, there are some. There's some offensive linemen in the draft that are not yet. There are some offensive linemen that are probably worthy of first-round picks due to the backers going that direction. And you got to look at the defense. The defense was supposed to be pretty pretty good last year, but didn't live up to its billing. But the defense is still a pretty decent defense. There's some there's some decisions that have been on that defensive side of the ball. Um, I mean, there's been talk about maybe about releasing uh, Darnell Savage, uh, safety. Um there's pot. There's even talked about maybe maybe going for broke, reaching out and trying to get was it Jesse Bates from the Cincinnati Bengals have him come to, to Green Bay. Bates would certainly be an upgrade over Savage. There's no denying that. But again, again, Aaron Jones eats up a lot. Of, eats up a lot of that salary cap, so to speak. He, he eats up a lot of that. And again, it's going to be hard to bring anybody in. But but again, that's another problem. Is what. Team is going to take is going to take some of that salary off of um, you know off of the Green Bay Packers, and that's 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 a huge issue. It's going to be hard to trade, uh, you know. It's going to be hard to trade Aaron Rodgers because of that because of that salary cap, and that's and that's the situation that you're in. You look at yourself. You probably have a better chance of trading Jordan Love because, yeah, because you can work you can work around that, but Aaron Rodgers' contract you can't work. And to be honest with you, you have to wonder. Would people jump on Jordan Love more than they jump on Aaron Rodgers? Now, again, Jordan Love, he had that one game last year against Philadelphia. He came in, replaced Aaron, and he played well. But before that, he hasn't really produced. And you have to wonder. You have to wonder. I'm sure there's a couple of teams out there. I mean, last offseason, there was rumors going around last offseason that everybody was interested in Jordan Love's services. I mean, there were a couple of teams that caught Green Bay. And Green Bay, you know, Said no, we're gonna keep him, and this is the situation that you kept him because you don't because Aaron Rodgers. We don't know if he's gonna come back. If he does come back and play football, is it gonna be? Is it gonna be with the Green Bay Packers, or is he gonna tell the Packers brass that hey, hey, it's, it's time, it's time for me, to leave. it's time for me to um to get you know time for me to leave, time to get to get up out of town and trade me somewhere. But again, you have to wonder with Jordan Love. Maybe Jordan Love is a better, could he be better trade bait than Aaron Rodgers? And the reason being it is, is let's be honest with you, Aaron Rodgers is 39 or 40 years old now. And again, with Jordan Love, again, like I said, the money, you can move Jordan probably a lot quicker than you can Aaron Rodgers, right? I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of teams that would want the services of, uh, would gamble on Jordan, Jordan Love if, you know, if, 
Jeffrey is completely the real the real thing. Now, you take a look at someone like the New York Giants. Now, I get the Daniel Jones thing. Now, you figure Dan Jones is going to be, we figure Dan Jones will resign. Well, they'll put a slap a franchise tag on him. But again, Jordan Love and the Giants could be the interesting fit. But then again, there's no receiving help. Now, you figure about maybe Washington. Well, they're supposed to be going with Sam Howell as a quarterback, as the quarterback of this year. But would I, would I discount, would I discount Jordan Love and the Commanders? I wouldn't really discount it, but um, it all appears that Sam Howell is going to be the starting, is going to be the starting, uh, starting quarterback moving, yeah, moving forward for them. Now, the one weird possible is not the Minnesota Vikings. And the reason being is with Minnesota, it appears that this will be Kirk Cousins' last year with the Minnesota Vikings because, again, next year, he'll be paying what, uh, like 35, 36 million or maybe more than that. So, again, they don't want to get back into that that debacle again. So, to me, this could be Kirk Cousins last year due to Gruden or Jordan Love. Even, I don't, even though the Packers, I don't really see him trading the Vikings. But it's an interesting thought, thought process. Now, what about the Detroit Lions? You have to, you have to ask yourself, is Jared Goff the future. Now, Goff is 20, what, 28 going into the season. So it's not like Jared Goff is like an old, it's not like he's 38 years old. You know, no. But you have to wonder, do, do the Lions have that much confidence they feel that Jared, uh, Jared Goff is a quarterback or do you want to go get a younger, a younger quarterback? But again, that's a situation where I don't see Green Bay making any trades in their own, in their own division. I really don't, I don't see the possibility I'm not saying it's not impossible, but I just don't see the possibility. Now, what about the New Orleans Saints? Now, of course, the Saints, they've got their issues. You know, Jameis Winston. Now, Jameis Winston, I believe, is still on the contract, but they can easily cut Jameis Winston. Danny Dalton. Danny Dalton's a free agent. Now, what about Jordan Love, a young quarterback, going to the New Orleans Saints? Now, you know, now that would be an intro. I think that would be a nice fit, fit for Jordan Love to go to, go to New Orleans. Now the Carolina Panthers, let's be honest with you, Frank Reich, Frank Reich can work with a young Jordan Love, and I think he, maybe he can, maybe he can uh, further, you know, further Jordan Love's progress. Again, we only had that one game last year where Jordan Love played well, and maybe, you know, maybe, you know, maybe what we saw last season, that one game, maybe that was things to come for Jordan Love, but again, that's one game. He hadn't done anything else, you know, prior to that. But now he has proved this now. And now he seems to become a little bit of a, uh, I can't say he's a uh, hot commodity, so to speak, but let's be honest with you. I mean, people are looking at Jordan Love. Um, what about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? You think about it this way. Could Jordan Love be better than Kyle Trask? I would say at this point in time, yes, he probably could be. And can you imagine Jordan Love going to Tampa Bay? Again, I put it out there, but that wouldn't be a bad fit for uh for you know for them at all, but you know, whatsoever. He's not going to Atlanta because you got they've already got their quarterback. Now, one weird possibility about the Seattle Seahawks. Now that's if you can't come to some kind of terms with Geno Smith. Do you reach out to Green Bay and you get Jordan Love and you bring Jordan Love in? Now to me deep down inside, I don't think Denver had that much confidence in Drew Locke. And to me, why not? I mean, why not trade? Why not make work work out some trade where you can maybe trade Drew Locke and something else for Jordan Love? Now, provided, I said, if you can't get Geno, 
you know, signed to a signed to a contract extension. But I'll be honest with you, to me it appears that Gino would be the I'm, we're going to assume that Gino's going to re-sign with Seattle. Now, I don't ease, again, I don't I don't see the Rams making that much of a reach or the Cardinals making the reach. I, you know, I don't see the 49ers making that much of a reach at all whatsoever. Where do you trade with the ASC? Well, no Buffalo, no Miami. Now, one of the craziest possible about the New York Jets. Now, we talk about Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, this and that, and Derek Carr. But what about Jordan Love? What about Jordan Love going to the Jets? Yeah. And, again, he could, he, he could once again, it would, be, it would be an interesting fit for him. Think about it. He can go around Brees Hall once he's healthy. He can go with, up with Garrett Wilson, Garrett Wilson, you know, Elijah Moore. You know, maybe. I mean, maybe. I mean, I'll put it as a possibility. I know Aaron Rodgers, again, you got to state again. Aaron's worth, you know, Aaron's. Contract alone makes it, it's gonna make it hard for him to trade, trade. But again, yeah, you, know, you, you you never you, you never you never know. And you gotta think about it. The offense court is Nathaniel Hackett. And Nathaniel Hackett knows a little something about Jordan Love. So again, I'll put it out there. Maybe, but then again, but then again, the Jets want a veteran quarterback. I like Aaron Rodgers. I like Derek Carr. They want that type of quarterback. So I don't know if so the Jordan Love wouldn't fit. Now, I will say no to, to the Ravens. Again, the Lamar Jackson situation, again, no, I don't see he's not going to Cleveland. He's not going to Cincinnati. Now the Pittsburgh Steelers, again, everybody feels that Kenny Pickett is the is the quarterback of the future. So he's probably not he's not going to Pittsburgh. Now, we're looking at the Tennessee Titans now. Ryan Tannehill has been a yeah, Ron Tannehill is kind of up in the air. Now, the word on the street is with Ron Tannehill that he, that he may barely not get traded at all, that he may return to Tennessee. But again, with Jordan Love, could he be, could at least be the upgrade over Ron Tannehill? Is he the upgrade over Malik Willis? Malik Willis? Yes, I would say he's the upgrade. But for Ron Tannehill, you don't know. Now, what about the Colts? Now, I know the Colts are going to fourth overall pick in this year's draft. What if for some reason they make a trade for Jordan Love? And maybe they take that fourth that fourth overall pick and make it a different choice. But then again, I'm sure Green Bay would probably want that fourth overall pick. I'm sure they would. But what if for some unexplained reason if if the Colts reach out to Green Bay and say, you know, we can trade you a couple of draft picks for Jordan Love. Let's keep the first overall pick and get Jordan Love and then you focus on something else. Maybe focus on a Maybe you focus on the offensive lineman. Maybe there's a receiver that tickles your fancy so much so that you got the fourth overall pick in the draft. Again, I'll put it out there. Jacksonville, no. Tennessee, I doubt it because Tennessee's got the second overall pick. It's going to be Bryce Young. Now, no to the Chiefs, no to the Chargers, no to Denver. Now, the Raiders itself, it was a very interesting possibility. I mean, Josh McDaniels working with a young, a young guy like Jordan Love. He doesn't have to work with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, you know, I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo then gets thrown around. But what if he, what if they do something different? Instead of going for a quarterback at the draft, why not go for Jordan Love? And Jordan Love could reunite with Devontae Adams. I mean, you know, Devontae knows Jordan Love a little bit. Yeah. Again, I'll put it out again. I'm going to put it out there as a possibility. 
But again, there are, there are probably a couple things that like, they probably won't Jordan Love because again, he's a young talent. Granted, he's a, a talent that is um, still, still we didn't know that much about. I mean, like I said, you know, all the first couple times we saw him, he wasn't that impressive. The last season, he made tremendous strides and had one game. You have to remember that deep down inside, do the Packers have that much confidence in Jordan Love to the point that he would feel that he can be, that he can replace Aaron Rodgers? Because to be honest with you, what this is all telling me is maybe the Packers don't have that much confidence in Jordan Love. But they'd rather go back and they'd rather have Aaron Rodgers stay in the quarterback because they don't have that much confidence in Jordan Love. Replace the guy like Aaron Rodgers. I mean, again, we can read, again, I can read anything I read at all, but there are some experts that probably do the same that I do. Take your words, how much confidence you have in Jordan Love to the point where you can move on from Aaron Rodgers. What it is, we say that Aaron Rodgers' contract comes up becomes a very interesting tidbit. Yes, there's teams with them, but we're going to get a chance on Aaron Rodgers. But what Aaron Rodgers do you get? Or you get the one that won the previous two MVPs? Or you'll get the Aaron Rodgers that, that you got last year. And again, if you bring Aaron Rodgers in, Aaron Rodgers is not going to have the time or patience to, to deal with a you know, young a young receivers. He's going to be a veteran receiving core that he can deal with, that he can get on track quickly. And again, Bob Hill felt that the Raiders were a good possibility. Aaron Devontae once again, maybe work with Hunter Renfro, maybe work with Darren Waller. You know, again, there's they're veteran players. And that is something that would be right up that would be right up uh, Aaron, you know, Aaron Rodgers' wheelhouse to work with veteran receivers because I don't think he wants to go through another year where he has to work with young receivers. But again, we'll see. I mean, we'll, we'll see how it goes. But again. Again, this question is going to be keep answered over and over and over again until there is a legitimate until there is a legitimate answer. Until there is a, until Aaron Rodgers comes out and says, you know what, I'm coming back. I'm gonna stay around. Then what do the Packers do? Do the Packers really keep Aaron Rodgers? Trade Jordan Love? Or do they really trade Aaron Rodgers? Because by now, if they, because again, Green Bay has not made a decision. If Green Bay has not made a decision, that means you have to wonder. Do they have that much confidence in Jordan Love to lead this team in 2023 and beyond? And that's the question that Green Bay needs to answer right here and now. They need to, they need to, they need to make Aaron Rodgers' decision, decision for him. They're giving Aaron Rodgers all the time in the world to make his decision. But I think this is the time where the Green Bay Packers need to go to Aaron Rodgers. Aaron, 
Google makes a decision for you. Aaron, if you don't want to come back to us, we're trading you right now. We need an answer, and we need an answer right here and right now. Give us. And if, if he can't give you an answer in a snap of his finger, then trade it. Get him out of town and let the Jordan Lover Green Bay begin. Now, there is one. There is uh, we talked about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, a couple episodes ago. Tampa Bay Bucket, Tampa Bay with the Tom Brady retiring. Tom Brady leaves a lot of dead money on the cap, and that means a lot of veterans are going to have to get cut from Tampa Bay. And one name has got mentioned already has been Leonard Fournette. The Leonard Fournette is pretty much is pretty much going to be released. I don't think Leonard Fournette has not officially been released yet. But there's word that he probably released along with uh, Donovan Smith, the left tackle, who's been in the club for about eight or nine years. Now, Leonard Fournette, again, Leonard Fournette kind of falls in the hard times last in the last year. He didn't have the best year of his career. Now, now again, again, he was the best. It was one of the best pickups that Tampa Bay had made when they got Leonard Fournette. Jacksonville had pretty much given up on, on Leonard Fournette. And he goes to Tampa Bay, and he becomes playoff Lenny. They won. They won a championship, and Fournette was a was a really big reason. Now, again, Fournette is in that cap again. He had a bad year last year. They appear to think that Rashard White is is the future. Is the future. So Fournette, well, more than likely, it is not beneficial. It's going to get cut now. Again. Fournette, yeah, Fournette does have does have a market. Yet, I mean, he had a bad year last year, yes. But if you look at the couple previous years with Tampa Bay, and again, Fournette is twenty eight years old. Fournette is not Terry. He's not old. Sometimes twenty eight year old running backs are kind of considered old. But again, again, you have guys like Aaron Jones who's playing well at twenty nine. Derrick Henry who's at twenty nine years old still plays well. To me. To me, under the right set of circumstances, Leonard Fournette is still a doable running back in this league. And at 28 now, of course, under the right circumstances and the right team. Now, there was a report that I read today that was a very interesting thought. Somebody said, what about Leonard Fournette with the Philadelphia Eagles? Now, Miles Sanders is a free is a free agent. And again, Fournette. Fournette could be, again, you have a pretty decent offense. You have a pretty quality offensive line in the Philadelphia with the Philadelphia Eagles. Fournette, I can see Fournette going in Philadelphia. And Fournette can can catch passes out of the backfield. So yeah, I can see the fit. Yeah, but then again, if you want to do that, they would have to sign Fournette to let's say maybe a two year deal at Tops. At Tops. Yeah. But again, I can see Fournette in Philadelphia. Um I can see him. I mean under the right circumstances, Fournette could still be a thousand yard rusher. Again, he could be a third down back, and he can catch pass out of the backfield. Yeah, I think Fournette could be a Fournette would be a nice, a, a nice fit with the um, with the Philadelphia Eagles. Of course, you have a lot of veteran presence in that Philadelphia locker room. Now, again, Philadelphia's got some decisions to make. They've got some, you know, they've got some hard decisions to make. There's going to be some cuts out to be done. There's going to be some guys that they're not going to be able to re-sign. But again, yeah, I can. I mean, for the right for the right amount of money. Yeah, I can see Fournette in Philadelphia. Again, you know, I would say the New York Giants, for example. Now, we're assuming Barkley is going to be, if you know, if they can make a long-term commitment to uh, Daniel, 
Daniel Jones come to some kind of contract agreement, then I, my guess is it would be the franchise tag on Barkley. But again, I would discount the possibility. But for right now, we're going to say for the sake of argument, Barkley does come back in some way, shape, in some form. Now, again, you know, I, I, could, I could look around. The Chicago Bears. Now, granted, the Bears don't have much of an offensive line, but Fournette, replacing David Montgomery, that could be a possibility. I can maybe, maybe see that. But again, I can't see Fournette and his agent going to go to Chicago because they're still in a, re, in, a, in a rebuilding mode. Now, the New Orleans Saints become a very interesting possibility. You figure that Alvin Kamara at some point in time in the 2023 season is going to serve a suspension. And that's going to be probably, we don't know, a six-game, eight-game, ten-game suspension, or maybe the full season for all, for all we know because of the incident he had in last year's Pro Bowl. But again, who knows? Fournette, if Kamara says a long, long suspension, could I see Fournette going to the Saints? I mean, it's it's a possibility. I do see that happening. Now, I would say the Carolina Panthers. Let's say you don't bring back Foreman, which you keep hoping around. Let's say you bring Fournette in. I can see that. I mean, I can see that. Maybe the veteran quarterback, a veteran running back, you know, maybe, you know, another extra receiver, tight end, like we said before, the tight ends this year's draft are pretty, are pretty solid. Again, yeah, I mean, again, I can I can see the possible I can see the possibility. Like I can I can see the possibility of um of him coming of him going to the Panthers. I mean, I can see Frank. You know, I can see Frank Wright maybe reaching out to Fournette. I see that. Again, I don't see you can't see Atlanta. I don't see Atlanta, San Francisco. I don't see San Francisco. Um. The one weird possibility is what about the Seattle Seahawks? Now, Seattle likes to have, always likes to have two two running backs. They've got a young running back in Kenny Walker, but what if they brought in Leonard Fournette? Again, I'll throw it out there. Fournette and Walker is your one-two bunch. You re-sign Geno, still got Metcalf, still got Lockett. You got a couple of decent tight ends. I mean, the offensive line's improving. I'm just thinking. I mean, see how his offense would be would be would be stellar, but I guess the biggest question would be is can you get can you get another year out of Geno Smith? Can he put the numbers like he did? Yeah, that would be the biggest issue with Geno Smith. Can he put up those numbers? But the Fournette, they like to have two running backs. Why not reach out for a running back like Leonard, Leonard Fournette and let him be in Seattle now? One possibility is, and this is a stretch, I would say the Cardinals. Now, the Cardinals already have, already have one veteran, James Conner. Do you bring Leonard Fournette? Put Fournette and Conner as a one-two punch. It'd be an interesting fit. Again, Kyle Murray, he's, hey, Kyle Murray is hurt. You don't know when he's going he's gonna to be back. But my guess is that Conner's going to be the only veteran that they want, they want to keep, you know, keep around. Now, can Leonard go back to ASC? Now, here's one possibility is, what about the Buffalo Bills? Think about it this way. Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette would be an upgrade, a little bit of an upgrade over Devin Singletary. Now, I can, I can see Fournette. I can see Fournette with Buffalo. Fournette, you know, James Cook. I mean, again, remember, Fournette can't catch that side of the backfield. That would add yet, that would add yet another weapon for Josh Allen. But again, 
thought, you know, it, it's a possibility. It could be a possibility. It's a very interesting possibility. And again, if Florida wants to be on a Super Bowl contending team, here again, here's a possible here's here's a chance we can get another Super Bowl ring. And the Buffalo Bills have you know have the people around have the have the team to do that. Now, I would say the Miami Dolphins, because I'm not sure about I'm not sure about the Seamless Heart, and I'm not really sure about, you know, Jeff Wilson. But again, I can see Fournette going from Tampa Bay to Miami. I could, you know, I could see that again. You catch pass out the backfield, but again, I don't know if I see Mike McDaniel, you know, reach, reaching out, you know, to learn Fournette. I would say no to the Patriots, but again, I've known, I've known um, Bill Belichick in the past, so I'll go out and get a uh, a veteran running back. I mean, he went out and got the court years ago, got a Super Bowl ring. Trevor Moon, he got him, got him, guess what? He got a Super Bowl. And again, I don't know, before that one, it's probably not against you that, but does, does a little check, be checking and get a you know, running back like like one of them. Again, we had a running back in Stevens who played well with him last year. Now, again, with Jets, it's hard for me to say, but right in the Jets, the Jets would be an interesting possibility because you don't want to resolve his. Right now, Michael Carter is probably going to be the number one man. Right, you figure one uh, Carter Knight, or that uh, Fournette, and maybe, I would say maybe Fournette gets a one-year deal from, from the Jets. I can see them bring the Fournette again, and Fournette can get us at the backfield, and it'll be a valuable option to whoever the quarterback is going to be, you know, come next year. Now, I don't see the Ravens, uh, I can't see Cleveland. I don't really see Cincinnati, and I don't see Pittsburgh. Now, Tennessee, no. Uh, the Colts, no. I don't really see the Texans, and I don't see Jacksonville. Now, one of the weirdest possibilities, what about the Kansas City Chiefs? Now, you talk about, yeah, now, no. Again, Fournette, I think, could fit right in with the Kansas City Chiefs, and this is the type of guy that, that can help Patrick Mahomes take pressure off of Patrick Mahomes. And again, Fortnite adds another weapon. He catch pass out of the backfield. Again, something that maybe maybe, you know, maybe Jackson, maybe Jackson, you know, I can say maybe Kansas City explores that. But well, you know, we'll see. We'll see. But again, it's a thought. No the Chargers, no the Raiders, and one pop what about the Denver Broncos? Now Javante Williams injury may be more severe than it's think that it's thought to be and he could miss a significant amount of time. What about you? What if, what if, what if I can see Sean Payton reaching out to Leonard Fortnite and him signing with the Denver Broncos. I can see that and it'd be a nice sign for Denver because you don't know what you don't know what to expect from Javante Williams. His injury could linger on into, into the regular season and he knows he could miss half a year because of the ACL injury. But Fortnite yeah, Fournette, maybe Fournette gets a two-year deal, maybe. I can see that. I can see Fournette, and you know, I can see Fournette with those receivers, you know, and then it, it would take, you know, Sean Payton hardly any time at all to rebuild, to certainly rebuild the offense. Again, I'll put it out to Denver. Denver could be a nice fit for Leonard Fournette. But the thing is, Fournette, I don't think Fournette will find, won't have, 
We'll have a hard time finding work. But again, Tampa Bay is like some of these teams now. Tampa Bay is in a situation where you've got to get, you've got a lot. You've got to get rid of a lot. Catch today, she got to get a lot of money. You guys like Fournette, Donovan Smith. There's talk about Russell Cage they signed last year. He could be a cut. There's some players on defense that uh, Josh got quite insecure. But for Fournette, I don't think Fournette, a guy like Donovan Smith, I don't think he'll have a hard time finding a job if he's completely healthy. He's a, he's a left tackle. They're hard to come out in this league, so I'll take a chance on him. But for Fournette, but for Fournette yeah, Fournette will have, will have no, I don't think he'll have any problem at all finding a job whatsoever. For, but the team, the one team I can see him running over there, not the Philadelphia Eagles, or my word, don't be surprised if the Denver Broncos or the team that they're getting learned for now. Now, so also the combine, the Tennessee Titans put out a very interesting, interesting thing. The new general, the new general manager of the Tennessee Titans had already said that uh, there could be a possibility that Ryan Tannehill could very well return to the Tennessee Titans. It, it was not ruled out that he would not, that he would not that he's not going to be gone, that he could very well return to, to the Tennessee Titans. Well, I would say it's, I would say it's a distinct possibility because let's be let's let's be honest with you, because Malik Willis in, in a short amount of time this past season did not it's still very very raw around the edges, and he did not produce anything. And to be honest with you, when Ryan Tannehill was around, Tennessee Tennessee had a little bit more balance, but when he yeah but when he got hurt. Yeah, it just wasn't the same. And who would have thought, you know, it, it, there was, you know, who would have thought that about Ryan Tannehill? Now, but there is a possibility they said Tannehill could return. And to be honest with you, if you can work it out, yes, I think Ryan Tannehill probably should return as Tennessee Titans quarterback. Because let's be honest with you, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is, is not the answer going to Tennessee. And again, I don't want really to see Derek Carr coming to Tennessee. Maybe, maybe you can Vince Carr. But I can see, but I can see maybe, yeah, but I can see Ryan Tannehill returning. But again, with Tennessee, the biggest issue is there's a lot of work to be done. If you think Ryan Tannehill is the quarterback, you know, for next season, yeah, then you need to give Ryan Tannehill some help. I mean, yeah, I get it. You got Derrick Henry, and Derrick Henry continues to continue to stay in great shape. He continues to defy the odds of, of, of how he plays. But again, you need weapons. I mean, Burks is supposed to be the AJ Brown replacement. And again, there were times last year he did he did show some flashes of it. But again, you have to wonder. Did Tennessee make the huge mistake when they let when they let AJ Brown go? Maybe they should have considered re-signing AJ Brown. Now granted, to me, maybe you could re-sign AJ Brown to a nice contract extension. And maybe a guy like Brand Tannehill go. And bring in, bring in our quarterback. But again, that's you know. Again, it, it becomes interesting. But again, Ryan Tannehill. Again, there's been a subject that Ryan Tannehill go to to the Jets because of the because the because the uh, Jets quarterback coach, excuse me, is what was the offensive coordinator last year for the Tennessee Titans, and Ryan Tannehill knows him. So again. There's been subject Tannehill goes, could go to the Jets. I don't really see Ryan Tannehill as a fit for the Jets, but you never know. 
and you start to wonder, well, if Ryan Tannehill doesn't come back to Tennessee, where do, where does Ryan Tannehill end up at? Again, you know, the commanders always come up. They need a quarterback. Now, Ryan Tannehill would be an upgrade over Sam Howell, yes. But again, my biggest thing with, with I guess my biggest thing with the commanders is simply this. Yeah, simply, simply this is yeah, is the ownership. That's the biggest thing with them is the ownership. That is the biggest problem with with Washington. Now the Carolina Panthers could he yeah could he go to Carolina and work with Frank Reich? I mean that sounds like a a decent strategy, sound strategy to go to go get a guy like Frank Reich if you can't get you know Derek Carr. I think you know, but again. But again, according to, but again, for Tennessee, it's probably the best bet to hold on to Ryan Tannehill. If Malik Willis had gone out last year and had been, yeah, had some great, had some good, had some solid gains, then I'm sure they would probably give up Ryan, on Ryan Tannehill in a heartbeat. But again, again, Malik Willis did not, you know, impress, impress everybody. And again, if you're Tennessee and you're trying to, Stay a contender in the AFC South. I'm not saying it's not impossible. To me, I think Jacksonville is the team to beat in the AFC South this year. The Texans, again, again, the Texans are going to take, are going to take a, a, a couple of years, a couple of years. Now again, the Colts, the Colts have a solid, have a pretty good, they have a pretty decent defense, but they need to work on the offense side of the ball. They've got to work on the offense side of the ball. They've got to find a quarterback. They've got a Jonathan Taylor, but they need more weapons other than Michael Pittman. And again, you look at Tennessee. Again, Tennessee is going to need a quarterback, an offensive line, some receivers. I mean, to me, right now, Tennessee could very well be a team that could finish third in that division. And we've discussed this before. Is it you know? Is it time that? I mean, is it time? And we've discussed it before. Is it time that Tennessee rebuilds? I mean, there's been subject that Derrick Henry would get traded. Now, there's a lot of teams that would jump on Derrick Henry, even though he's 29 years old, but people jump on Derrick Henry. You give him a, a, a quality offensive line, Derrick Henry can still run the football for any, for any team in NFL whatsoever. But again, I guess the question, but again, the question for Tennessee is, is this, do you rebuild? Is it time to rebuild? But again, yes, I can see that you probably keep Tannehill over Malik Willis. But again, Tennessee has not shut the door on, you know, again, what that tells me is they're not willing to shut the door on Ryan Tannehill. They, yeah, they just don't have a lot of confidence in Malik Willis. And you have to wonder, will they ever have confidence in Malik, Malik Willis moving forward? But, yeah, I can see, yeah, but, yeah, Ryan Tannehill staying with the Texans, I mean, excuse me, with the, with the Titans, yeah. I mean, I don't know if they would shock me. It would not shock me at all whatsoever. Now again, continuing with the um, the combine theme here, let's talk about let's talk about the Cincinnati Bengals. Yes, we all know the Cincinnati Bengals are are my favorite team, and we don't really talk about them that much as much as you would think you would if you had a favorite football team that you would pretty much bring them up in every single episode. But I do not. But at the combine, Dick Tobin. Was asked a simple, and of course, like I said, Dick Tobin. Dick Tobin is pretty much a GM. Cincinnati Bengals don't give that particular title out, but technically, he is the general manager of the of the football of the football team. Now, of course, 
the more and more I got asked, of course, there's been rumors going around all off, all off season that T. Higgins, because his contract situation is coming very, very soon, and he's going to get paid. And there's been subject that T. Higgins would get traded because, traded because, let's be because you got to pay Joe Burrow, you got to pay Jamar Chase at some at some point, and some people say, well, T. Higgins will get traded now. I love and I love the response that my, my man Dick Tobin said. He said we're in the business. He said we're in the business about helping other teams out, and we are going to keep T Higgins. We're going to do the best we can to somehow, you know, somehow pay him what he is worth. Now, Dick, I'll, I'll, I'm going to applaud you on that because you're absolutely right. You're not in the business, and you're not in the business to help other football teams. You're, you're in the business to help your team, the Cincinnati Bengals. Again, yeah, and granted, the Bengals, the Bengals do have some, are going to have some, they're going to have to give Burrow his money, Chase his money. If they want to keep Higgins around, they're going to have to give him his money. But again, your defense, your, your starting safety, your two starting safeties, they're going to be gone. You're going to lose the cornerback. So, yeah, there are going to be some, yeah, so there's going to be some questions in Cincinnati this coming season. Now, some people may, may take Cincinnati still to win the AFC North. And that, that could be the case. I'm, I'm interested to see what would happen with the Lamar Jackson situation. But, yes, if you got a chance to keep Higgins and Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow around, then, yes, you're going to have to do, do the best you can to do so. Now, again, I get the point of view is if you do that, if you do that, then the, you're going to have other spots on your team, whether it's your offensive line, whether it's your defense, whether the case might be. You're gonna wind up losing. You're gonna wind up, um, in a nutshell. You're gonna, yeah. You're going to. You can load up in this area, but you're not gonna have enough money to pay in this area, and that's and that's gonna be the tricky situation for the Cincinnati Bengals. But I do love, I do love what Tech Tobin says. You're not, yeah. You're not in the business to help other teams out. You're in the business to help your team out. He's absolutely right about that. Now, the one question. The one question I did find kind of a little unusual, a little bit of funny in a way, <laughs> was the question I asked about Joe Mixon. Now, Joe Mixon, I think he counts, he counts maybe like 10, 11 million on the cap this year, as this year. And it was asked, would you, would you keep Joe Mixon? And uh, Dick never gave everybody, Dick Tobin never gave everybody a straight answer on that. Now, Zach Taylor, Zach Taylor, the head football coach, had sung Joe Mixon high praises and said he is, he's a very big reason, he's a very big reason of the point of the offense. Now, to me, that that is kind of a telltale sign for me. If you can't get a straight answer out of your general manager, but you can get, yeah, but but your coach says, oh man, we need to keep, we, yeah, Joe Mixon is great, he's awesome, we need to keep him around. Well, to me, that's gonna be a situation that's gonna that's gonna um that situation that kind of makes me makes me think a little bit now. Mixon has been the subject of possible being released because you gotta pay Burrow and Chase and let's say you decide to keep Higgins around, someone's gonna have to give and somebody said that Joe Mixon's one guy that's gonna have to give. Now again, I've always said that Mixon Mixon has those games where he ends up playing. He has one good game. Last year that one good game we had like what. Five touchdowns, yeah. He had that one great game. And then again, it takes him seven or eight games later. And then he produces, has another big game. And let's be honest with you. The Bengals are a, 
passing football team, let's be honest with you. I mean, it's simple. I can't, I can't put no more, you know, no more simple than that. They're, they are, they are that. But, there, but again, if I read between the lines, if your general manager is not so sure about Joe Mixon, but your head football coach sings his praises, that's a decision, that's something that I think they told me, and Zach Taylor got to sit down and really have a long, drawn-out conversation about that one. Because let's be honest with you, actually this year's NFL draft, you could actually get a running back. It's a decent draft for running backs this year. And you could certainly go ahead and get a running back. Again, like I said before, it, it, the offense runs through Joe Burrow. Let's let's be let's be honest. It runs right through Burrow and Chase and Higgins. It runs through them. It don't run through Joe Mixon. Now, with that being said, with that being said, Joe Mixon is still a young guy. He's what twenty. I think he'll be twenty six this coming year. So Mixon still got some. Yeah, something left in the tank. And Mixon is a is is a thousand yard rusher. I'm not going to deny that he's not a thousand yard rusher. The problem with Joe Mixon is. He's always been inconsistent. And that's his biggest issue. And to me, you need a little more consistency in the running game. And I think Dick Tobin, I think deep down inside, Dick Tobin knows that Mixon is not consistent enough. And he, yeah, and to me, that's for the points I think Mixon is going to be released. Now, I'm not now the possibility is do you do you shop Joe Mixon around and make a trade for it? Now I don't know. I'm not, I don't know what the mark on Joe Mixon would be, and I don't know if somebody would take a chance on Joe Mixon and trade for him. Now, I'm not, again, I'm sure there's got to be a market for Mixon, a guy that's still young, that is a thousand yard rusher. I mean, I can see him, you know, I can see him, you know, I can see some team out there that would, that would take his attention. I mean, the Philadelphia Eagles, I mean, he could be a decent, I mean, it would be a nice landing spot for him. Again, again, I, you know, I'll put it out there, but, but I always found it. I kind of found it peculiar and kind of find it funny if your general manager can't give you a straight answer to the media, but Zach Taylor saying, "Oh yeah, man, I think Joe is great. He's awesome. He's you know, we need to keep him around." Again, that makes me that makes me more leery than anything than anything else. But yeah, but again. I'm not saying that, you know, Dick will probably trade Joe Mixon. But again, that's a possible that could be put out there. I mean, do you trade to the Denver Broncos? Think about this. Now you think about this. Again, we've talked about Leonard Fournette, you know, minutes ago. What about, you know, what about Mixon going to going to Denver? I mean, I can see I can see him putting up decent numbers under Sean Payton. I mean, I'll put it out there. Now, again, maybe they want to trade to the AFC. You ship them off to the NFC. And maybe, maybe the Carolina Panthers. Mixon, who knows? Mixon might be a little bit of an upgradable foreman. But again, you never, I mean, you, you don't know. Uh, again, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see if, um, we'll see if something gets changed. We'll see if Dick Talbot changes his mind. Maybe him and Zach Taylor can come to an agreement. But it does make me, but it makes me wonder a little bit. And, again, with Dick Tobin, I gotta say it again, I, I, love, I love the answer. We're not, we're not in the business of helping other teams. We're in the business of making our own team better. And with T. Higgins hanging around, 
Yes, your team will be better. That's all I have time for this episode, ladies and gentlemen. Please take care of yourselves. See you again soon.